Hey, Brian. Hey, Rick. Shooter McGavin here on a Masters Weekend, day two. Wow. So I heard your From the Tips podcast is kind of badass. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of From the Tips. It's me, your boy, Brian, always joined by my fantastic co-host, Rick Landis. Rick, have you finished all your Christmas shopping? No. Yep, me either. No, I have not. Yep. Uh, I have uh, probably about half of it to do yet. Um, the good assuming, news is, what's that? I'm assuming you're not planning on shopping online at, at this point. No, I am. Oh my gosh. Oh no. I was going to get here on time. It's it's the week of Christmas. No, nah, it'll be fine. No, the, the the biggest things that um that I need to get yet are for my parents and Renee and Jaren. Um and those were both going to get them like an experience thing, not like a actual present. Um, oh yeah, that's that's So nice. like that's good. That should be fine. And then other than that, I think I have like one Pollyanna gift to get yet. Um, well, two actually, because we're doing that that one on New Year's that I'm really right. excited about. So, right, yeah. The only one that I have to knock down right now is, I think, just my grandmother, and that's because I have to like go into a store for this. Gotcha. So that and that I always find much easier than online shopping. So for for any listeners that like enjoy online shopping and like have it down to a science, I gotta know how do you do it because it always confuses me and. I, I never I never think that I put in the right information and then like things get lost in shipping and then I have to call the Philadelphia US Postal Service because that's where everything goes first. And if it mm-hmm. if it can't find you, it goes back there and they don't care to look for things. Once it comes back, it's almost like an abyss. You you were gonna be yeah. lucky to get your item back. Gina now for told me, me right. Was that no, go ahead? Uh Gina told me that uh one of the things she got me, I she ordered off of like a different website not like amazon or anything like that but apparently it's shipping from new york uh she ordered it like a few weeks ago at this point and she checked the location on it and it's in new york so (laughs) that just shows where things are at at the moment Uh, but yeah i mean thing things are fine we're we're good we're i'm not worried about it we'll Uh, we'll catch up I mean, I think uh, th- this is usually how I do Christmas, anyways. It's it's very uh, not really stressed about it. I usually wait till the last second, anyways. So. Yeah, pretty much. I got last minute gifts for pretty much everybody if I need them. So, right if there if there's something that I have like very specific in mind, which happened a handful of times for this one, I will go out and get it in advance. Like for three people this year, I had them already addressed at the end of like uh, November, mm-hmm. which did make my life a lot easier. Yeah. But as far as the online shopping thing, if you're someone who is I don't like looking for a house or whatever, take into consideration whether or not you have a mailbox or you have an easily accessible driveway to get mail to or packages cuz sometimes you don't and they'll just send that bad boy right back. Yeah. If they if they find it like too treacherous or whatever. For mm. example, one of the Amazon packages I was supposed to get I got the next day, and so the day was supposed to come because the Amazon driver uh, uh, that day dictated that our driveway was too icy. Now, Rick, you've seen our driveway. Yes, there can be ice on it sometimes. But would you consider it a vicious grade to ascend? We haven't had any amount of rain right before freezing <laughs> temperatures that would make ice yet this year. 
What? That's what I'm saying. Like, what, do you, what do you mean? Like, it didn't get above 30 degrees today, and there still wasn't ice on the driveways. Yeah, like, I, I feel like he was just, maybe he was at the end of his route, and he was like, I am not doing this. It's icy. Probably. I don't tell you. Which, I, I respect the drip. I'm not going to lie to you. Good, good on you. You know, get out you. early. But, like, dude, you got to come up with something, like, better than that. Say, like, the yeah. cat tried to attack you. That would be way funnier. That would be, yeah, exactly. Way funnier. Exactly. Because he's not even attacking birds anymore. He is too fat and old to <laughs> do any of that. But I digress. It is the Christmas season. We will be wrapping up this episode with a little bit of Christmas fun <laughs> for everybody. I see what uh, but... Wrapping up. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, but first, let's start the episode as we always do. Rick, other than the obvious, but we can still talk about it. What do we have to get excited for this week? Um, yeah, I do. I have some days. I do. I do have to say this real quick, though. A little disclaimer: my laptop is is uh, nearing its last leg as far as battery life is concerned, and my charger is nowhere to be found. So, if at any point during the episode it cuts out weird, uh, that's just me switching over to my phone because my laptop is probably going to die while we're recording this. Uh, but I will do my best to figure it out. Um, but that being said, we are December 20th is what today is. Uh, at least I hope this is the day you're listening to it. Cause that's when this episode drops. Uh, it's national sangria day. So go drink some Ooh. sangria. Uh, not a huge sangria person, but I do like fruit. So yeah, I, I like the additional fruit to the wine. I do enjoy that. It's a little sweet for me. Sangria though. That's the only part. Fair, fair. It's also National Go Caroling Day. What's your favorite uh, caroling song, Brian? Oh, my favorite caroling song, probably Carol of the Bells, I think. You carol that song? No, which is like, if I were to, that would be my favorite, like, caroling song. It's not my favorite Christmas song, don't get me wrong. But, like, as (laughs) a carol song. If you're going house to house singing Christmas songs, you're just going to break out that song. Carol of the Bells? Yeah, dude. That's so fun. What instruments are you bringing? My voice. You're welcome. Okay. I feel like, isn't that the one with all the instruments? Caroling? No. That's the one where you sing. No, Carol of the Bells. No, that's, uh, you know, the um, the Ding Fries Are Done one, you know? Are you sure? Ding Fries Are Done. Ding Fries Are Done. I don't know. Hold on. To the, to the play. I know it's on here. Give me a second. Yeah, Carol of the Bells. So this is the song? I'm waiting. Precisely, yes. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's it, not bad. It's a good Carol song. I, yeah, I mean, I guess. If I had, like, a good vocal, then yeah, I'd you pop into that You do have a good one. vocal, Brian. I thought, I thought we were, like, in, we were talking about, like, what our caroling song would be. Yeah, like if you went to Carol. Yeah, that that would I mean, yeah. That that's the song you would pick. Okay. But also in the universe where I'm going around and caroling, I probably have a better singing voice. True, true, true. <laughs> so what would be your caroling song? What do you what do you whip it up? Honestly, I don't even know. Um I know I can't sing. So that is that's uh makes it tough. Like I said, in, in this specific universe where we've all of a sudden decided that we're gonna go caroling. Uh, we yeah. we have we have vocals so yeah well, remember that i honestly i haven't really ever thought about it it was kind of a, a shot in the dark question 
so I will say that I might just go with my favorite Christmas song from my favorite Christmas movie, and I'm going to play it right now for the people. I tell you that's killer what's what movie is that from you don't know that christmas vacation yeah it is okay thought so thought so yeah christmas vacation best christmas movie if you haven't okay, watched it I, yet, I remember your it. favorite christmas movie but i was like i, I don't recall that song being in there but i guess i think that's the beginning of the movie yeah it is yeah yep. so, so good such a good movie that's a uh, great yeah, song first if i could sing maybe i would do that one i don't even know i don't even know what caroling entails um so uh, i think you just you, you bundle up in your clothes right yeah, you bring you got you probably have to BYOC bring your own cocoa. Can you I, don't, I don't know if you're going to get that from house to house. And you sing. You, you just, just sing whatever song street? you want, though. Yep. I don't I mean, I'm pretty sure it's like just like one song a house, though, because hmm. I don't. How uncomfortable would it be to you the like if you were the listener? Right. And someone finished like a three minute song and just kicked off into another three minute song. And you're like, I don't know if you know this, but I wasn't prepared to stand. <laughs> How uncomfortable would a second song be? How uncomfortable would a first song be? There's a reason people don't carol anymore. That is super <laughs> awkward. <laughs> Someone just shows up at your house and starts singing and you're morally obligated to not close the door in their face. Yeah, I know, right? It's it like it just it's crazy how there's like this moral contract when when you're when you're born and if you celebrate Christmas, you have this moral contract that if carolers come to your door, you cannot close the door you on. You have them. to listen, you no matter how bad listen. it is. <laughs> you have to sit there and listen, and it's just because it's the right thing to do. Like other than that, like almost any other time of the year, someone shows up at your door uninvited. You might as well not even bother opening the thing. Just leave okay. them out there, right? A group of people in Christmas hats ready to sing a tune. You have to. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, what a strange uh, world we live in. It is. It's wild. Uh, moving on to December twenty first, we have National French Fried Shrimp Day. Never heard of it referred to as French Fried Shrimp, but no, hey, it sounds incredible. Are we are we talking about like popcorn shrimp? Yeah, just popcorn oh, shrimp. I'm okay. pretty sure. Um, December twenty second, we have National Regifting Day. You ever regifted anything? Oh yeah, <laughs> only only in Pollyannas though. If, like if I'm, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Only yeah, in Pollyanna situations have I regifted. Yeah, I don't need any of that stuff. Like for uh, example, nothing, well, nothing have... on the twenty third, really. And then that brings us into Christmas Eve and Christmas. So, uh, yeah, Christmas is here. If you haven't finished shopping, you just do it. You I mean, wanna, you might at least think about it. You know, just yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's getting close. Uh, we are on December nineteenth, and Christmas is on December twenty fifth. So, yeah, I mean, that's about it. Oh, uh, also, I guess. Uh, today that we're recording started Hanukkah, so happy second day of Hanukkah to any, ah, yes. any of our listeners who might celebrate that. <coughs> I saw this sweater in Target, and it was uh, it was a uh, it was a Stegosaurus that had candles on its back, and it said Menorahsaurus. And I'm not <laughs> Jewish, but man, did I want to buy it! <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> That's so good. I wanted it so bad. That's so good. And dude, it was next to another sweater that said Lamaka, and it was a llama. Oh, I'm totally getting Monica. And it just makes you wonder, like, is it okay for someone who's not Jewish and doesn't celebrate Hanukkah to wear Hanukkah-themed holiday attire? If it has a llama on it, I think so. Yeah, if, as long as we're having fun with it, and it's like it's, it's not like your sweater says, hey, I am truly Jewish, right? 
I don't know if anybody's ever made that sweater. I'm not going to wear it. We'd get it for Max, our buddy from Take a Pitch. But like, if, if I came up to you wearing a Menorasaurus sweater. I'm laughing. I'm not. It's, 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 yeah, it's not no Jewish, one's going to care if you're Jewish, not, not Jewish. And, you know, I think that's that's the holiday spirit, you know? Mm-hmm. Someone walks up in a Menorasaurus sweater. You, you don't care who they are, what they do, color of their skin, the way they act, the way they appear. You're laughing because it's funny. True. Speaking of the holiday spirit, uh, mm. fantasy football playoffs. Who are you in yours? Did we didn't get to talk about that, buddy? Okay, so this is the last week for the playoff start. We're going into Monday Night Football right now. We got a nail biter. Okay, I have no one to play. I'm currently in the lead. Okay, right. uh, one twenty seven to one seventeen. He has a tight end. Who does yeah. he have? He has a uh, Tyler Higby. Oh, here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. The Rams' new quarterback is Baker Mayfield, and look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go judging Baker too much. Okay, historically speaking, I don't think Baker Mayfield's tight ends have had incredible years, right? No, they have not. So, my thought process is, and I, I hate to prey on the downfall of Baker Mayfield. I do, but Baker, I'm really need, gonna need you to just hit every other target except for your tight end this week. Because if I win, there's a chance, although small, a chance I sneak into the fourth place spot due to a tiebreaker. That would be sick. Yeah. Um, I will say this. He has multiple 10-point games this year. PPR. Are you a PPR or no? Yeah. Okay. He has multiple 10-point games this year. However, the last game that he played was, in fact, Baker Mayfield's first start, and he got 3.1 fantasy points. That's what I'm talking about. This so is what I'm talking about, and he hasn't had over ten since Week Ten against Arizona. This is the kind of production we need here. So maybe, uh, let me ask you this: Did you happen to get um, just absolutely destroyed uh, and your heart broken by any Viking? Oh no! Right at the right at the moment, uh, I think he was. I think he was going to ask me if uh, I got absolutely. Heart shattered by any uh, Vikings game shenanigans, which I don't think I did. Let me look into depth here. Um, no, I'm a little pissed off at the Kansas City defense. I am, but you know, it was Houston. How? I mean, what are you doing? He's okay, back. I'm back. He's returned. Um, so what I was asking before my laptop died. Sorry to the to the folks out there. Right. Um, did you happen to have any unlucky moments with any of the Vikings players uh, who may have given you hope at the beginning of that game? Or no, uh, no, I, I did not. Um, well, that's good. That's good. One what, of the guys in my league actually. Um, so Zach Weed is playing uh, a guy in our league who had. Uh, I know he had Kirk Cousins. Oh no! Oh no! And he also had somebody else. Let me see who else he had. Um, so Zach Weed was actually the number four seed this year and the guy that he was playing was like one of the, the last seeds in um and it looks like yeah he only had uh he only had Kirk Cousins but based on what happened there um kind of heartbreaking because I think Kirk Cousins had like negative one points going into halftime and he finished with like 37 yeah that's and then this guy also for who knows what reason Started Jarek McKinnon as his number one running back and Zay Jones, who, for those that don't know, both got 34 points 
from the clouds. Uh, so Zach Weed got absolutely smacked around by this guy by 60 points oh, no. <laughs> in the first round of the playoffs, um, which I think is hilarious. Not golf related at all, but it's no. sports history because Matt Ryan uh, now has given up the largest Super Bowl lead ever and the largest overall lead ever. Uh, and lost in both those games. So shout out to Matt Ryan for absolutely being garbage at football. Maddie Ice. Uh, one of my favorite pieces of like uh, kind of whatever information is uh, one of my coworkers who I'm, I'm I'm friends with. He went to high school with Matt Ryan, the same graduating class. Uh, and he was like, yeah, I played football with him. Uh, he was a pretty cool dude, all things uh, aside. And I was like, how do you feel about him like being – the choke artist in the NFL. And he was like, yeah, that, that sucks. That sucks. <laughs> um, and if we're talking local football uh, history, the uh, North Penn uh, Knights have Brandon McManus, the kicker. So I did not know he went there. Oh yeah. What North Penn baby pride of Bucks County. Is that Bucks? Is that Montgomery? That's Bucks, right? I don't know. I wouldn't consider North Penn the pride of anything though. That's, that's a great, <laughs> fantastic point. That is a fabulous point. And Satterton has Jamie Moyer, so backseat to all Go you us. bitches. World Series winner right there. Come on now. Um, Hates right. the school, but it's fine. Yeah, I mean, whatever. It's okay. Um, all right, let's get into all the golf action that happened. We had the PNC Championship, which we talked at length about due to the, you know, Charlie Tiger thing. Don't judge us. It is what it is. Um, but unfortunately, for the second year in a row they played, now they did not get the win. Uh, they came out hot. On day one, but just couldn't keep it going on day two. Uh, wound up shooting seven under as a team. Uh, the winners at 25 under were Vijay Singh and his son Cass. Um, 25 under going 59-59. That's ridiculous. First impressive of from from the old man himself, Vijay. Um, yeah. Honestly... Didn't get to watch as much of it as I'd like to. I got to watch um, a good amount of Tiger and Charlie on the, um, what's it called? The Pro-Am Day. Uh, oh, I got yeah. to watch a good amount of them on the Pro-Am Day, but I didn't really get a chance to do watch too much over the weekend because I had a Christmas party. And then um, the Panthers were actually on TV for once, so I, I watched that on Sunday. Yeah, you have to. Um, yeah, I mean, it was depressing, but it's fine. Um, but, yeah, I got to watch a little bit of them on the Pro-Am. And, honestly uh, – little disappointed by Charlie. Um, I don't know if it was because he was playing so far back or if he just was off, but I he didn't look as sharp as I expected him to going into this. Yeah, and I don't – and that's obviously something that we're going to talk about here. Um, Charlie Woods, uh, probably like a day or two before the, the Pro-Am day, wound up getting moved back to the tees that Nelly Corda and uh, Lee Trevino were using. Um, where did we so, hear that before? Basically, the old man tees. Yeah, it, it's kind of like there was this podcast that talked about that being an idea. Um, and, you know, obviously it happened after said episode was posted. On air. Look, we're not saying that the PGA Tour listens. We're just saying that somebody associated. They definitely listen. <laughs> definitely listens. Um, but it was a bit unfortunate, though, that they listened this time. I was kind of excited to see him just dominate the all the way up tees. But yeah, he gets moved to those that set of tee boxes, which it does add a good distance to where he would have been shooting the rest of the day. Um, and I don't know 
what it was on day two of the competition action on day one, especially with the Eagle that he had, he looked good. Um, mm-hmm. He was kind of messing up a couple shots here and there. The one specifically on the first day that was really funny is he topped a three wood and it's still somehow just worm burned all the way to the green, just like a barely avoiding a bunker by like an inch. <laughs> and he's, and obviously, like after he hits it, he like kind of like drops the club and he's like, Well, that was a miss hit. And Tiger's watching it. And Charlie turns around and goes, Well, I don't even know where it ended up. And Tiger goes, Get in the card. <laughs> I did I did see that shot. That shot was on uh was online. So I did that see that one yeah. posted. Um I mean it's golf is like ninety percent luck, I feel it like is. It, like no matter how good you are, it's ninety percent luck. Uh you're never gonna be able to tell exactly where that ball's gonna land. And he barely missed the bunker. So good on him. He got honestly. one there. Yeah, um, got one there. And, you know, they, they were having a lot of good, like, I'd say a lot of good scramble team work on mm-hmm. the first day. And obviously that's what helped them the first day get to a, um, you know, a solid team. Uh, where is it? I lost all the scores. Where are they? Oh, come on now. Um, a 59 on day one. So basically they shot the same thing on day one. That the um, uh, VJ and Cass Singh shot on day one. The problem was, is day two, and I think this is the day that you were talking about. They looked relatively unimpressive on day two, shooting a sixty-five, um, which is up there with some of the worst scores on the on the day on day mm-hmm. two. And you, you know, you sat there and you kind of wondered, like, is this Tiger being a little tired, or is this you know Charlie? Being a little tired, I don't know. Uh, Charlie looked like he was fine; he just wasn't making golf shots. But yeah, you know, you're watching Tiger, and he's getting a little tired. And yeah. this is this, this is the second week in a row he's golfed like competitively in a way, you know, mm-hmm. um, had, doing the match and now doing the PNC Championship. This is two weeks in a row. Obviously, he had the cart for the match, but no cart this time. It makes you think like. Man, if this is like the sample size of just going back to back weeks, and you got to use a cart for a nine hole ma- or a twelve hole match, and then you had you only played two days, that is that compares nothing to going back to back weeks playing four days in a row, making it to Sunday, yeah. right? Which a lot of these guys on the tour do. Are we ever going to see Tiger win again? You know, obviously we've had the debates all all the time about are we going to see him play again? Obviously we will. He has claimed he's going to probably probably play in like majors or tournaments that matter to him. He's not mm. going to be a week in week out player, but still he's going to play. Do you think that we're ever going to see Tiger win again, given his current physical condition? I, it's it's tough to say. I I can't imagine that we do. Um, as much as it would be a great story um to to actually see it happen again i just can't imagine it does with these young guys that are on tour right now uh it's like it's well known that your body breaks down over time and it takes you longer to recover as you get older it doesn't matter how how well you take care of your body like tom brady definitely wakes up more sore now than he did when he was 25 oh does like he's he might still play every week but he definitely wakes up more sore monday afternoon or monday morning than he did when he was 25 and it's the same thing with Tiger. He's going to go out, and when he plays a round of golf, he's going to wake up more tired, whether he's in the best possible shape at his age that he could be or not. Um, you're just not going to be as – your body's not going to recover as quickly or as good when you're almost 50 as opposed to when you're 25. Uh, and 
right now the best golfers in the world are 25 because they can wake up on Monday after these events and be able to go out and just like have a light rains session and not have to sit there and do nothing like Tiger probably does to have a full day of recovery. They can go and get like a light day of work in mm. and then they have their travel day and then Wednesdays the um, practice rounds and everything like that. Um, right. So it, it, it does, it, ta- it takes a toll on your body for sure, especially with all of the back surgeries that he's had. Now we have the leg thing. He, it's not like he's gone his whole career injury free. And even if we didn't have the leg thing, we'd still have the back thing. Yeah. And back is like one of the worst injuries you can have in golf because of all the rotation that you're doing. So just based on the fact that he's older and he has all of these injuries, I just find it so hard to believe that he's going to win anything. And I think he's just going to show up to these. Honestly, I think he's just going to show up to the majors and almost right. nothing else. Just as a, hey, my name's Tiger and I'm here kind of thing. Not really any expectations, whether he admits it or not. Not really any expectations to win those events. Um, Just because, like I said, we got these guys like Scotty and Sam Burns and even guys like Rory who are a little bit on the upper end of age as far as like the top golfers are concerned. Uh, They're all just in better shape and younger. Yeah. And it's nothing that is his fault other than obviously the – the car accident and the leg thing, like the spinal mm-hmm. stuff happened because he was swinging too hard and then he had to get spinal fusion and mm-hmm. age is just going to happen. That's how life works. You age. Yep. Um, so these aren't really things that are his specific fault, but I'm a little uh, scared. I would say that he's going to put himself in this headspace where he's just going to keep coming to majors and keep thinking that he's going to compete and he never will. And it's going to be this very melodramatic end to Tiger Woods career. Now, if he can hold on, right, if he can just hold on until Charlie gets to the PGA Tour and then almost do like a passing the torch, they play one season together on the tour and then Tiger mm-hmm. just retires, perfect ending. I would love that. However, yeah. Charlie's only 13. Yeah. I think the youngest to make it on tour, like as a tour player, is like 19, something like that, 19 or 20. Maybe yeah, 18 year olds on it. Sure. Um, hold on. Um, youngest. This is information we can achieve, youngest. Person. Yeah, but even if you were able to get 16, like at on the tour at 16, that's still three years away for Charlie. Like, do we think Tiger has three years left on tour in him? Like, I don't think so. I don't. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's exactly what I'm saying. Is I don't think he's got it either. Uh, okay, so it was Jordan Spieth, and he was 17. So the 17 year old Jordan Spieth is so far the youngest to ever get their PGA Tour uh, card and also make a cut, um, which means that's still four years that Tiger would have to make it. Does he have assuming four in that, him? Maybe. I don't know. And that's just assuming that Charlie is, one, <clears throat> one, Tiger doesn't have Charlie go to college or anything like that. Right. Two, that Charlie keeps progressing and getting better because right now, like, they were talking about it on the broadcast during the program. I don't know if they mentioned it during the regular broadcast. Like, he's still, like, not – dominating some of these events that he's playing in. Like he's still not like the number one ranked junior golfer. Like there's still golfers in his age bracket that are better than him. Right. So in order for that to even be a possibility, he would have to be start progressing at like exponential rates. And Tiger would have to say, no, you're not going to school. And then they might have a chance in four years. If Tiger's still feeling good, I just don't see that happening. Right. And it's, 
obviously, I mean, life's not a fairy tale. Everything's not going to be a storybook ending. Obviously, it would be great if we could have Tiger pass the torch off to Charlie. It's like it's not plausible though. It's just not like going to happen. Obviously, Tiger and Charlie will probably play in the Masters together at some point because Tiger can go to the Masters forever. Yeah, but Tiger's not going to compete in that. It's just going to be like a hey, they're both here kind of thing. Like oh yeah, I mean they're here. They get to do it as family. And yeah. that is something that you can look forward to as a golf fan, but I agree with Rick here. I just think that the possibility of them playing like real tournament time PGA style golf to, together is probably just not possible. Mostly it's because I still think he probably will go to college, you know? Yeah. Um. So it is what it is, but maybe, maybe someday. But uh, to keep moving forward here, uh, obviously not a lot on the golf news side. We are looking forward to the tournament of champions, the field, on that has yet to be announced. That'll probably get announced next week. Um, another note about the podcast. Next week, we will not be recording. It's the day after Christmas, the 26th, when we uh, would record. Uh, we have I have a party to go to for Christmas. Rick has things to do for Christmas as well. So we're just taking the, uh, the Christmas break, as it were, for uh, next uh, week. And then we'll be right back in January of 2023. I hate that I'm saying that. It's 2023. What? Oh. Dude, we're old, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm 26. You're almost 26. This is weird. Yeah. <sighs> um, But we'll have the announcements on that as far as the field. We're going to talk about, you know, really kicking off the PGA Tour season as the tournament champions usually does Um, in Hawaii. Always wonderful to watch. Um, Love Hawaii. Yeah, it's, it's such great golf to watch because, A, you have all the winners. So everybody that's, like, pulled it off on the PGA Tour last year, God W, mm-hmm. is playing, right? You don't have any scrubs. Um, and also it's Hawaii. So you just get to watch this beautiful golf course which you were playing at, right? Oh, Hawaii golf, it's uh-huh. always going to be a bucket list thing for me. Uh, just incredible. Oh, yeah. Uh, but to wrap up the episode here, we got Christmas trivia that we're going to discuss here. Got a, got a couple of things here for Christmas. The first question makes me immediately uncomfortable, which means that we have good questions. Was this was this like one of those things from one of your coworkers again? Do we have leaf peeping on here somewhere? No, no, this one just a random one I found online. But I'll tell you what, this is probably something relatively close to the concept. I'm not okay. Awesome. Um, All right. (laughs) Trivia question number one. Here we go. Which popular Christmas beverage is also referred to as milk punch? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) I've never once heard of. <laughs> I'm assuming we're talking about eggnog, and I've never once heard of it's referred to as milk punch. Yep. However, will not ever refer to it as anything else again. It is forever know, milk right? punch. <laughs> it is eggnog. You are correct, but why? Why are we using milk punch? That's just that's just like to me. To Don't me, eggnog is a together. very like docile drink. Oh yeah. Like when I think about it, I think of like. Like a grandma sitting with her with her little teacup full of eggnog, um, and I just like imagine like the emo version of her, in like all black with like the hair and everything, drinking her milk punch. <laughs> it's just why are we why are we putting those words next to each other? Those are two words that should exist far away in sentences. They should not be right next to each other. I just don't I don't like how this is going. Um, well, that was I mean that was the first one, so we're off to a hot start here. Hot start. Um, <laughs> Um, here we go. Uh, in Home Alone, the McAllisters were going on vacation. Where 
were they going on vacation when they ended up leaving poor little Kevin behind? The first one or the second one? First one. Come on. I can ask you Home Alone two questions. Yes, Paris. Paris. There you go. Easy, easy. Yeah, I saw that question. And I was like, well, I have to ask it. It's his favorite thing. Uh, well, when I came home from the gym like an hour ago, Home Alone was just on the TV. So that's awesome. It is awesome because that's my favorite Christmas movie. So, well, um, tied for my first favorite. Dude, this one's definitely in my top three. The original cartoon classic version of this movie is one of my top three Christmas movies. Uh, in the classic mm. Christmas movie, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the Grinch was described with three words. What were those three words? Stink, stank, stunk. Is that the Damn one? Damn right there. There you go. <laughs> well done. Well done. He uses so many words in that song. I know, right? It's so many adjectives in that song. It just We listen to the radio at work, and every time that song comes on, I just think of like how, how everyone thinks <laughs> Eminem's diss tracks are so good. And we just totally forget about the Grinch song because he just disses him for the entire song. Absolutely just grossed him on a skit. It's if so funny. I wouldn't touch you with a, um, what was it, a 10 and a half 30, foot pole. 39 30, and a half foot ball. 39 and a half feet. You know yeah, how he, long 39 and a half feet is? That's a lot a of long, feet. It's a lot um, of feet. But yeah, listen, next time you listen to that song, listen to it from the perspective of it being a diss track and it changes the whole song. <laughs> yeah, it makes it amazing. If I had the choice between you and a seasick crocodile, I'm taking the seasick crocodile. I'm, I'm oh. taking the crocodile every day. That bars. Bars. <laughs> yeah, that is those are those are bars. Um, anyways, to continue moving forward, this one is interesting. Not not what I I don't think I have this answer, but let's see if you do. In which modern day country was Saint Nicholas born in? I want to say Germany. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it close? I don't know. If, I I have no idea if this is close or not. Um, Turkey. Um, originally, originally Patera, a city in the ancient district of Lycia in Asia, Asia Minor. I don't know if we're going all the way back to Pangaea on this one. I don't think so. But kind of sounds like it. Um. Yeah, I mean, how do you get that information? I don't know. Either way, they probably just saw a painting on a wall of some some fat dude riding a reindeer, and they were like, "That's Santa." That's that's clearly Santa. It's got to be Santa. Nailed turkey. There it is. Boom. Up. <laughs> um. All right. Uh. Here we go. A very um. You either hate this movie like with a burning passion, or you love it. There is no in between. No one casually likes this movie. Um, which Hollywood actor played six different roles in the Polar Express? Oh, what's his name? Um, you got this. I believe in you. Oh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks, baby. Yeah, T. Yeah, Hanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, um, Tom Hanks is actually one of my friend's like favorite actors, and I don't know why, but like when when I was told this, I thought to myself, I didn't even think that like you could consider like someone like a Tom Hanks like your favorite actor. I thought you had to be kind of like niche about having a favorite actor. Hmm. I guess not though, because Tom Hanks is a great actor. You know, he is a great actor, and he's got range. He has a lot of range. Like literally six characters in one movie over here. Uh, I mean, he was a pilot, um, one of the most famous pilots in the Sully movie. Uh, he was Woody. also, and uh, you know, he was also. Um, he's Woody in Toy Story. Woody in Toy Story. Oh yeah, he does animated films. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, yeah, he's got plenty of range. Uh, all right, let's see here. What what else we got? Y'all. Oh, here we go. 
Um, which country started the uh, the tradition of putting up a Christmas tree? Um, there is also a famous song about a Christmas tree that has a German version. That's pretty well known. That is. So song. was it? Was it Germany? Oh, I did that. <laughs> For the record, Germany was going to be my first guess anyway right. because I knew man did I that. something with Christmas. <laughs> However. Uh, <laughs> Very blatantly give me the answer. <laughs> oh my god, that was good. That's, that was good. that's ugly. That's ugly. Um, yeah, it's uh, it is Germany. The song I was referring to is "Oh Christmas Tree," which is uh, "Oh Tannenbaum" in the German version. What a name! Um, wow, that was that was ugly. Um, all right, so <laughs> in the movie Elf. What is the first rule of the Code of Elves? There are three rules. What is the first rule? Is it, is it treat every day like it's Christmas? Treat every day like it's okay. Christmas. Okay, okay. I yeah, thought that was one or not. <laughs> I got to tell you, you're killing it right now. Um, all right, so that. I have three more questions for you. Okay. Uh, obviously, there are a lot of movie questions in this, but also I like Christmas movies, so movie questions are kind of my bag. Uh, this one also a little controversial. Kind of depends on who you are and what you like if you're watching this during Christmas. You're about um, to ask me about the Christmas story. I'm not going to know the answer. <laughs> I have I have refrained from the Christmas story okay. uh, questions. Not that um, I, not that I have a problem with it. I just have never watched it, so yeah, I will exactly. not know any of the answers. Yeah, I'm not just going to hit you with some you don't even have a chance of knowing. You know, um, what is the name of the main villain in the Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, um, the main villain. Yes. Is that, uh, what's his name? The green dude. Is he the main villain? He is. Yes. The the sack monster dude. Yeah. The sack of, Uh, but his name is Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. Yep. Yes. He's the Oogie Oogie Boogie man, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, I've only seen that one like once. I was just a shot in the dark. The only one you've gotten wrong so far was Turkey, and like that was almost an impossible Dude, one. Which I feel right. like is so, fair. <laughs> that's so fair. Um, all right, two more questions. According to the song, what did my true love give to me on the eighth day of Christmas? Drummer's drumming. No. No. Nine ladies dancing. Eight maids of milking. Eight maids, eight of, maids milking. of milking. There you go. Eight maids. They are milking. Um, they are it gets milking. real weird uh, in that song. The the more days that go, I guess you're just running out of gifts at that point. I forget where I was driving the other day, but these people had out like it was like one of them was like a drum. Was it ten drummers drumming or eleven drummers drumming? Uh, ten, I think. Whatever it was, it was like a drum and then just the number. And I was like, that's weird. And then I kept going down the street and another house had like eight like cows or whatever. <laughs> I was like, this street is lit. All righty. I don't, I want to ask this question, but we just already talked about the, the song. So I'm not going to, but we have another good one here. Which last question, which fairy tale was the first gingerbread houses inspired by? This one's tough. I'm not gonna lie to you. This one's tough. See, I don't the only one I know of is that it might be is Hansel and Gretel, but I'm Hansel not sure. and Gretel. Is that it? You nailed it. <laughs> Let's go. How'd you pull it out of your ass? Well, how'd that happen? <laughs> I'm a big fairy tale guy. 
Well, yeah, I mean that's all fine and dandy, but like that's something I would is, not have in the bank. Well, well, her house is made of candy. That's how she lures the children in to kill them. Right. So that was just oh, it was just yeah. one of those like use what you know kind of things. How about it? That, hey, I'll take it. That one that was the most shy. That makes up for the whole turkey one. That I mean, as far as I'm <laughs> concerned, that's a full clean slate. Um, all right, everybody, that's gonna pretty much do it for this episode. Short one, but obviously. Not a whole lot of uh, golf news happening in December. Uh, But as always, thank you so much for listening. You guys have made the year 2022 awesome for us. Uh, We're at about, uh, we're almost at 2,000 listens. We're hoping to be at almost 3,000, maybe more by the uh, December of next year at this time. So work on that, folks. Um, But obviously, have a happy holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas to those who celebrate. Uh, Rick already said it. Happy second day. I guess third day when this drops. Third day. No, it would be the uh, second. Today it would was, be the second. Today so today's the first day. This is the first day. Yeah. All right. Happy second day of Hanukkah. I'm not sure when Kwanzaa gets going. I'm so sorry. I do not have. Pretty that. sure Christmas Eve is when Christmas Kwanzaa Eve gets Kwanzaa, going. Kwanzaa. Okay. Yeah. Merry, Merry Kwanzaa. Those who celebrate that. Happy holidays to everybody here from us at From the Tips. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at From the Tips underscore Pod and on Twitter at FTT underscore Pod. Uh, that's where you get all of our news and stuff. Like we said, we're not going to be here next week. We're taking our Christmas break, but we'll be right back the next week. Same time, same place. You know what it is. As always, thank you so much for listening, and we out. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays.